Hello, people of the way. Um, today is Communion Sunday. It's something we do uh, once a month, first Sunday of the month, which happens to be today. Uh, something I have to say, normally, you know, we're kind of in a weird situation, a weird patch of time because of the coronavirus and because of the limitations of our church building with government restrictions. Uh, it's placed us in this weird uh, phase. So uh, we do things remotely. We do a lot of our fellowship remotely. Of course, we have fellowship in prayer, praying for one another, uh, uh, fellowship with various communications. But, you know, it's uh, this this weird phase right now where it's uh, a lot of things we do is remote. Uh, normally, we would have uh, time in worship. We're in communion Sundays where we really reflect on ourselves individually as vessels before the Lord. And uh, in some cases, we have to repent. Uh, and that's what we do here today. Uh, when when we listen to this message, you know, if you have to repent before the Lord, then repent. What's so beautiful is that, you know, you can hit the pause button anytime. That's so there's some uh, uh, nice flexibilities that we have in, in, in this uh, in present day environment that we have. Keep praying uh, because, you know, Lord willing, uh, we'll be able to uh, fellowship, have a place where we can meet and still meet uh, um, uh, state requirements. Um, so, you know, keep keep uh, everything in prayer. Um, so it's kind of a little different because we're not we don't have uh, worship in song as a corporate uh, corporate body. We don't have prayer as a corporate body. What I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to pause like when we partake of the elements. I'm just going to hit pause because I partake of the elements, too. And you know, I have this microphone. And, you know, sometimes I, you know, drink of the cup, I eat of the bread. I, I don't want to hear, I don't want you to hear me chomping away and, uh, you know, drinking. So I'm just going to hit pause just so you can, uh, 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 you know, you might hear like a little break and then just so you understand what's happening. Um, if you're listening to this message and, you know, I know we have listeners in different regions in the United States, around the world. Um, if you're listening to this message and you do not have communion elements, uh, hit us up, go to the church website, contact us, and we'll send you uh, uh, the, the communion elements. Uh, it's very important for the body of Christ to uh, partake of communion together in fellowship. Uh, and so if you're listening uh, and you don't have the elements, just hit us up, go to the church website, and uh, we'll get that to you. It's a little bit easier if you're in the United States. If you're outside of the United States, um, it's uh, we might have to, you know, go... We'll get it to you. Just uh, just go to the church website and hit us up. And um, before communion, I have to say this. If you are a non-believer, do not take of the communion. It's, uh, communion is, if you're a non-believer, uh, communion is not for you. Um, it's very important. I know that sounds abrasive when I say it that way. And you'll understand. Like if you listen, you know, you'll, you'll understand. But communion is for the body of believers. Now, if you're a non-believer and you're like, whoa, what does he mean? Well, you know, just my urging to you is to repent and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. In fact, hit the pause button right now and go to the other message that is, you know, how to become a believer in Jesus Christ, how to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So hit the pause, you know, and then go back to, the, go to that message, listen to that and say the sinner's prayer. You know, it's a prayer unto the Lord. And I lead you in this prayer unto the Lord. And then when you're done, you know, come back and then listen. Start listening and then you can partake of communion. It's very important because we're in this 
crazy, crazy world. And what happens when we're in the world? We can get infected by the world. You know, you know how sometimes, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's you go to work and say you're like, you know, hardcore manual labor. You know, you go to, you, you, you know, you shower up in the morning, you go to work and you get dirty, grimy, stinky, sweaty, all kinds. And then you come home and it's like, man, you know, you're dirty, grimy, stinky. Well, what happens if you never shower? You know how grimy and nasty you're going to be in the second day, two days, three days, four days, five days a week. You're going to be pretty, you know, funky. Your body, it's going to smell, it's going to stink. And so we do this corporately as a church body where, you know, we're cleansed. It's this moment of introspection, you know, and in some cases repentance because that's the effect of this world. This world can, it's, it's crazy out there. You don't need me to tell you that. It's wild, wild, wild stuff going on out there. But we are the body of believers, of people set apart, consecrated unto the Lord, holy unto the Lord. So let's look at what happens here in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Turn with me, open up your Bibles, and turn to 1 Corinthians 11. And in verse 23, Paul writes in verse 23, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. It's very important, this aspect of what we read here. It's always done in remembrance of the Lord. It's not for the sake of religion. It's not for the sake of, you know, just going through the motions. It's deep. It's very deep because you know what the Lord requires? You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be straight up honest with yourself. You know, the Lord knows your heart. He knows your minds. He knows your intentions, your motives deep, more than you know. But you know who's number two in line? You. You know your heart, your motives. And so this moment of introspection is to measure our hearts, measure our minds, even our motives. Measure it with the word of God, full counsel of the word of God. And where you're found wanting, you repent and you say, Lord, forgive me. You say, oh, yeah, I repented. You know, once saved, always saved. I was 10 years old when I, when I came to Christ. Okay, praise the Lord. But reflect back on our study about trespassing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you know, go back to our study in Leviticus. You know, you say, which chapter? Start with one and get current. <laughs> you learn a little bit more. <laughs> you learn about trespassing and you learn some more things too. But start in Leviticus 1 and get yourself current to where we're at in Leviticus. And you know, it's so beautiful when the Lord teaches us these things because it's much deeper. It's not our walk with the Lord. It's not religion. Not religion. I used to be religious as a Catholic, as a former Roman Catholic. I used to be very religious. Well, not very religious, but, you know, I used to wear the scapulate. You know, pray to the Virgin Mary. And when I say, like, I, I was very, really, I wasn't very religious because I'd live like hell. You know, it would live like crazy. You say, what do you mean? Like, well, you know, you said you live like the H word. Yeah, because, you know, the, my path that I was on, I was, that's where I was going. That's where I was heading. And then you know what happened? God rescued me. He pulled me out. And he did his work, you know, cleaned me up. Cleaned me up. And he'll do the same with you. 
And so people say, oh, I don't need to repent because I repented when I was 10 years old. Well, no, you need to repent because the, the concept of trespassing, the little sidesteps, you know, it, it's very important because we have to be cleansed before the Lord. And so it's always in remembrance of the Lord. In verse 25, in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. This is what Paul writes. This is a hardcore exhortation that Brother Paul writes to us. He says, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, we here in the way, what we do is we do it once a month, first Sunday of every month. And I don't know, you know, there might be a time, you know, as we progress further in the last days where we beef up a uh, uh, frequency. I don't know. I just want to be fluid before the Lord. Lord, whatever your heart's desire, Lord, that's what I want to do. You know, for me in my life, but then corporately as a church body. Whatever your will is for us, Lord, that's what I want to do. You're the head pastor of the way. You are the head pastor. I'm just a co-pastor. That's it. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. And he's coming. You say, well, you know, you're all, you always say that the Lord is coming. You always say that the Lord is coming. Okay. Well, he is. And, you know, the last time you heard me say that, today is closer. He is coming. In verse 27, Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. Now, it begs the question, what do you mean in an unworthy manner? Do you remember in the beginning when I said, you know, if you're a non-believer, don't partake of the elements? Because once you partake of the elements, you're, you're, you're proclaiming the Lord's death. And, and how can you proclaim the, proclaim the Lord's death when you haven't even acknowledged His life? You haven't even acknowledged His life in your heart. It's a form of judgment. If you're a non-believer and you partake of the elements, there are ramifications in the life to come. So when I say don't, you know, communion is not for you if you're a non-believer, it's not out of hate. It's out of an immense amount of love for you. Because I don't want you to, you know, to, to give an account for these things, holy, holy things. When you yourself haven't been consecrated unto the Lord. That's if you're a non-believer. You know, I hope that when I told you to hit the pause button, that you did hit the pause button. And if you're a non-believer and you're, you've listened this far, which is, you know, we're like 10 minutes in, almost 11 minutes in, hit the pause button and go back. Listen to the message about receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Commit your life to Him. And then when, you, you know, when you're done listening to that and you're done saying the sinner's prayer, come back. Come back and listen. It's not out of hate where I say, hey, communion is not for you if you're a non-believer. It's tremendous love that I have for you. And I'm protecting you. And so look what happens here. The Lord, uh, Paul writes, inspired by the Holy Spirit, says, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. And I don't want that upon you if you're a non-believer. And I have to say this. If you are a believer and you're playing games with the Lord, I don't want this on you either. I love you, and I want you to repent. People say like, oh, that's so hateful that you say certain things. It's so hateful. No, it's out of tremendous love. 
because I don't want certain things for you in the life to come. If you're a non-believer, I don't want hell for you. If you are a believer, you know, the Lord's going to tell some people, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. And he's going to tell another group of people, he's going to say, you know, enter my kingdom. And what are you going to hear? I want you to hear, enter my kingdom. So, you know, I do take a hardcore approach to certain things. But there's no other way to live, you know. There's no other way to live. Be hardcore with Jesus Christ. Be hardcore with your walk with Jesus Christ and the work he's done and is doing in your life. Be hardcore. You know, it's like there's a small few that are hardcore. You know, be hardcore. You know, you have the majority. They're kind of just going through the motions. Don't be that way. Be hardcore with your walk with the Lord. And so look what happens here. You see, you read verse 27, it's like, whoa, what happened? Like, I'm guilty of the body and blood of the Lord? Well, hold on. Verse 28, but let a man examine himself. That's what we do on communion Sundays. It's self-examination, self-scrutiny to see whether a thing is genuine or not. That's what we do. We take what we know in the Word of God, we apply it to our lives, and we say, wow, Lord, I've been found wanting. And that's what's so important about a steady diet in the Word of God. Every day, a steady diet in the Word of God, listening to sermons. And make sure when you listen to sermons, make sure the sermon aligns with what the Word of, with, with what the word of God says. I mean, if you turn on the TV and listen to a sermon, how are you going to know if the guy is teaching truth unless you yourself open up the Bible and read? I tell you the truth, not every teacher, not every preacher is godly. Not every teacher, not every preacher is of the Lord. You might say like, whoa, that's even more hardcore. What are you talking about? Well, you know, we're going to study certain passages in the book of Acts. Not just in the book of Acts. Where you're going to realize. It's very important, you know. You have to measure everything you hear from whoever speaker. You need to measure it with the Word of God, what they say. And if what they say is right, okay, that's a pastor. That's an elder. That's a teacher. That's an evangelist. Whoever it is you're listening to. This self-examination that Paul was encouraging the church in Corinth to do, and Paul is encouraging the church to do. Remember, Paul wrote these letters inspired by the Holy Spirit. He himself, were, he was under orders. The same way you and I are under orders. Let a man examine himself. And, you know, and when we examine ourselves, that's why you might have to repent. I've repented before on a communion Sunday. Praise be to the Lord. It's We're being cleansed. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. So we haven't partaken of the elements yet. Maybe I should have said before, you know, don't do it yet. Wait, I'll give you the signal. <laughs> and so with this self-examination, once you've examined yourself and you're clean before the Lord, then you partake of the elements. 
I don't make the rules. I'm just the messenger. It's not to say you, you know, get dirty, get all muddied up. And, you know, maybe you've sidestepped, trespassed away from the Lord. And then you partake of the elements and then you go right back into that lifestyle. No, that's not good. That is definitely not good. Don't do that. That's called playing games with the Lord. And so we examine ourselves. And once the examination is done, you might have to repent. And then you partake of the elements. You ever see like a diamond guy? You know, the uh, I don't know what they're, you know, what they're called, but like a jewelry guy. Say, you know, you have this expensive ring or you have an expensive necklace, you know, and then you take it to the jewelry guy. They put the little thing in their eye and then they look, they examine. They're like, guess what? It's glass. You thought maybe you paid a lot of money for it. Turns out it's like a $5, you know, you were conned. Or, you know, you watch the Antiques Roadshow. And, there's, you know, somebody looks, examines a piece of jewelry. And they're like, whoa, this is from, you know, Ming Dynasty era. And you're like, whoa. And then all of a sudden they say, you know, this is valued at. And then they throw out this, like, wild number. You know, 10000 20000 $30,000, $80,000. you are like, whoa. You thought it was just like, you know, you picked up at a you know, swap meet. And here it is, $100,000. And that's what we do with ourselves. We examine. We scrutinize. You know, check the carrots within your heart, within your mind. If you're, you know, a piece of glass or if you are a bright, shiny diamond. And if you're a piece of glass, you need to repent. And the Lord is the one who will make you a bright, shiny diamond. That's how he works. So this self-examination, it's very beautiful. It's very holy. And so, you know, in verse 29, For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself. So all these times, if you thought like, wow, you know, he said that communion's not for me. He told me that, you know, if I'm playing games with the Lord, I need to repent because of what's written here in verse 29. That's why. It's because I love you. It's because I want to protect you. He who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself. And I don't want judgment to be upon you. Sometimes, you know, you, you hear, you know, we study the word, we go through these messages, you know, verse by verse, line upon line. And you're like, well, I don't like how he says that. I've had people tell me, I don't like how you say this. I don't like how you say it this way. And then we say, okay. Show me where in the Bible it says that your way is the better way. And they can't. They say, oh, you think your way is the better way? No. I think the way is the better way. Remember, it's Jesus Christ. He says, I am the way. I am the way. I think his way is the right way. Is the best way. Is the only way. Don't forget, he also says, the truth. So once you're in his way, what do you get? Truth. People say, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm in the way too. Okay, let me listen to your pastor. Listen to your pastor. Well, that's not the truth. No, it's the two. You get the way, you get the truth, and what do you get? Life. And I'm speaking about life everlasting. So people say, oh, you think your way is better? No, I don't. 
The Lord's way is the best way. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, I am the way, thus saith the Lord. It's not just, okay, I'm a Christian. I'm of the way too. Okay, let me listen to the sermon of your pastor. Listen to the sermon of the pastor. Teaching unbiblical things. And go back to the guy. Okay, my friend, if you're really in the way, well, you're not getting truth. You know, I hate to break it to you. I love you, but you need two, you know, the way, the truth, and then you will have life, life everlasting. The Lord himself gives us the, the recipe, way, truth, life. And I love how Jesus Christ says he's all of it. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. It's so beautiful how the Lord teaches us these things. So what does that tell us? Abide in Christ. Abide in Christ. For he who eats, in verse 29, he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason... Many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. That translates as have died. Many are weak and sick among you, and many have died. See, it's... I don't say certain things to hurt. And sometimes it does hurt when I say certain things. That's between you and the Lord. I don't want to hurt your feelings, but the Bible will hurt your feelings. The same way the Bible hurts my feelings. I have to take my little feelers and throw them in the trash. And that's what I encourage you to do. Take your little feelers and throw them in the trash. Because the Lord is cleansing you. The Lord is washing you. Cleansing you by His blood. It's very holy. It's supernatural. Very, very supernatural. It's... it's it's holy. And so in verse 31, for if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. You see, if we would diacrino, it's to discriminate, discern, to separate and withdraw from. If we would do that to ourselves, the Lord says we would not be crino in the Greek, judged. That's condemned. So sometimes people say, oh, I don't like how you say this this way. It's too hardcore. I don't like how you say it this way. Okay, show me where in the Bible that your way is the better way. They can't. They say, no, okay, your way is the better way. No, the Lord is the better way. Abide in Christ. You know why? Because in Him there's no condemnation. Just as is written here in verse 31. In Christ there is no condemnation. So what does that mean? Be in Christ. <laughs> In other words, as I say, hey, get inside the ark. Judgment is coming. Get inside the ark. People have told me before, you talk about the last days all the time, the last days all the time. Well, so did the early church. That was 2,000 years ago. The Lord has tarried for 2,000 years. Give or take a couple years. You know why? Because He's gracious, He's merciful, and He loves people. He loves you. That's why. Long-suffering. If we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. We would not be condemned. But when we are judged, 
we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. So choose. I read verse 32 and I see a fork in the road. One way is condemnation. One way is life. Choose. Which way do you want to go? I've made my choice. And, you know, I can't be selfish with that. I used to be. You know, I've made my choice and, you know, that's it. And I used to be. Until something happened. The Lord knocked on my heart. So, oh, by the way, maybe I worded that wrong. The Lord spoke to my heart. He was already inside. The Lord spoke to my heart. He says, I want you to start teaching. And it blew me away. What? And I wrestled with the Lord for a couple years. And instead of, I want you to start teaching, it changed into, I want you to start teaching in the capacity of a pastor. Whoa. Lord, I wrestled with him for two years. But, you know, I say wrestled with him, and I don't know if it's really wrestling with him. Because I was testing him to see, like, Lord, you know, I want to know for sure that this is you. It's not just something I want to do. I want to know that, Lord, this is it. And as surely as he lives, it was confirmed. Hardcore. One day I'll tell you about it. You see, look what's happening here in verse 32. When we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Condemnation is coming. Judgment is coming. And the Lord called me to tell you that He loves you. The Lord called me to tell you that He's coming again. The Lord called me to tell you that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And the Lord called me to tell you, Hey, get in the boat with me. Get inside the ark with me. Capital A, the ark is Jesus Christ. You see how beautiful this is? You see how beautiful He is? And so we're going to partake of the elements now. I should have told you before, you know, don't take it yet. And, you know, normally in a church setting, when we had our fellowship in, you know, in face meeting, we would, you know, have a time period of worship where we would sing song unto the Lord in worship. And, you know, it was there where we would repent. So what I'm going to ask you to do is... Hit the pause button. If you have to repent, repent. If you don't have to repent, rejoice. But hit the pause button. And then, you know, get your heart right with the Lord. And then we partake of the elements. So go ahead and hit the pause button right now and repent if you have to repent. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take the bread. And then uh, in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's take of the cup. Okay, so uh, this is uh, our communion Sunday. It's very holy. And normally in our church environment, you know, we would 
uh, have a, a time of prayer. We would pray unto the Lord. And you know what I'm going to ask you to do is just pray. Pray. Rejoice in the Lord. Thank Him for His goodness. Rejoice in Him. Make your prayers and supplications known to the Lord because He loves you. So God bless you. Love you guys.